0: Welcome to the Phantom Tastic Podcast, where we believe that through books and banter, all is possible. I'm Steph, AKA Ideally Inspired Reviews on Instagram, and I'm joined by.
1: I'm Ava of Imaginavative on Instagram.
0: And today's episode is the one you've all been waiting for and Truly. requesting. Oh my God, what a We've way to end season two! I know. <laughs> Other than to discuss in spoilery, very spoilery fashion. So, again, here is your warning, everybody. Emphasis uh, <laughs> about Hosab House of Sky and Breath. Ooh, yes
1: i know i get tingles just from the title
0: i know hits me in the good spot
1: (laughs) what does (laughs) Helps. okay (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) um just as a little reminder this episode could honestly like take weeks stuff i'm sure that you're in the same boat where you're like oh yeah no i could talk about this freely for at least six hours um Death. we do not have that kind of time so if you <laughs> get to the end of this episode and you're like shit i want them to talk about more of hosap you are in luck because we are going to be doing an instagram live on march 2nd um stay tuned for details those will be coming from at Phantomtastic pod and i'm sure at ideally inspired reviews and maybe if i feel like kicking some buckets at kingdom of mass uh, we will be letting you all know the details for that, so check that out if you want more Hosab content before our season three slash season two hiatus. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's gonna be and good. depending on and when then, you're
0: listening to this episode, it may have already happened, and that's in which case point. it would have been saved. so yes.
1: In which worst case, case go check if you didn't out. catch it
0: live right if you if you didn't catch yeah. it live you can definitely catch the recap and as Ava said and it's, it's it, there this for is you not going to be the first or last or well it is the first I'm sorry it's not going to be the last time that we talk about hostab <laughs> stuff um because uh, there is a lot to unpack but we are going to try oh, to yeah. keep things tight for this episode so
1: yeah we'll see how that goes We'll yeah. see. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Help. <laughs> um, all right. So I guess let's dive in. My stomach has been hurting all day, and I can't tell if that's, like, the provolone cheese that I ate or, like, nerves <laughs> for this episode. Um <laughs> It's should it's so, have your anxiety snack. Anxiety I, snacks well, are not Well, that was cheese. my anxiety snack, unfortunately. Um, no, that was bad news. That's what that was. It was bad news. When you're lactose intolerant, it was real bad news. Oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's go. Okay. Let's start from the ending um, and work our way backwards. Um, I'm not going to lie. This is a little bit selfish of a format just because – I finished Toast a week ago and haven't touched it since. And so do I remember with crystal clarity everything that happened? No. But do I remember (laughs) the ending? Yes, I do. Absolutely. So let's go. Um, Yes. So the first thing that I just want to say before Steph chimes in is that I right. feel like an absolute fucking clown, clown of the century. I was going back <laughs> our other through our other episodes where we talked about predictions. I'm pretty sure that episode was called House of Sky and Theories, and I like there's a moment where I explicitly state. I just, I couldn't, like, I'm fine with a crossover as long as none of the characters from the current series meet each other. I was like, like, if Feyre and Bryce meet, I'm just going to think that's the ultimate cheese factor. And I the good news is that I don't think Sarah would ever do that. So let's take a <laughs> moment of silence. A moment of silence for that Literally, stupid theory. oh... Uh... <laughs> My God, I really thought I was on something. I was like, she would never. But Sarah J. Mass said, I'm actually going to, you know, pull a note out of the Rousseau Brothers um, notebook and just go for it. And... Again, Steph, I know I'm interrupting before you have a chance to say anything, but I think that like, I'll, I'll ask you what your gut reaction is. But before I lose my nerve, I will say that my instant gut reaction was, oh God, fuck no, this can't be happening. <laughs> and then I t- texted a friend who was not Steph because by that point, Steph hadn't read the book. So I was like, I'm not going to do that to Steph. So I texted a friend who had read the book and I was like, I think I hate this And she was like, well, why? And then I was like, well, I can't actually give you a reasonable answer because I say this kind of often with Sarah's books, and then she always proves me wrong. So the good news is that I am no longer in a place of, oh, my God, fuck my life, and rather in a place of, holy shit, I cannot wait to see what happens with this. And we'll go into more detail, but Steph, tell me your gut reaction. So I will say
0: that... um... I was in disbelief until like as soon as as soon as the male scarred hands came up, I was like, son of a bitch. (laughs) Like I knew in that moment that it was my sweet baby as and I was like, "Okay." Maybe like Az is gonna like fly her back to like the gate and get her out or something <laughs> like literally. As like, is Adis. <laughs> right? Right, I know. Right, it was it, like she was hallucinating. Maybe like her mind was teleporting to Valaris and like Azreal's shadows
1: actually just, take the form of a cat. So how about the yeah? Mammals?
0: Literally, I mean. Well, and then of course, as soon as Amrin obviously came into the scene. I was like, "Well, it is it is it is for real, for real, for real." Like there is no like talking <laughs> explaining myself away from here. Yeah. Um and I will say that the one moment of no was when Reese walked in And she was oh, like rude And I was like no <laughs> No Literally I was like please no <laughs> And listen y'all before we get the Reese Haters coming like this is not It's not about that it just literally Was like if there is Any doppelganger In Valaris, Like or in It has Prithia, to be Asriel Like I was literally like oh it has to be like Azriel or like Cassian right Yeah not fucking Reese. I know. Like, why can't Reese look like Cormac or something or why Flynn? <laughs> like literally like, why does he have to look like else? Rune? <laughs> because, like, the and the main reason being is because, like, uh, even I uh, just w- we'll talk about that in a future episode. Like, that's that, that's a lot to unpack there for my feelings with that. But, um, but that was my that was that was my thought. But at the same time, I was equally like whoa this is like so yeah. fucking genius i mean right when she was in the crystal palace or whatever it is um it's crystal right i don't even fucking know
1: when she was in the archives the, the first light palace at this point let's be real we can whatever, say that because whatever we've established it is, right? that this is a spoiler so but <laughs> when yeah she i'm was pretty in the sure throne it's of,
0: the throne of glass yeah. glass castle that <laughs> shattered no um when of course she she's looking through all of like, you know, the histories and stuff, I was like, wait mm-hmm. a fucking minute, wait a fucking minute. Oh, so I obviously know. We, oh. We, we we kinda got like, you know, we, we had those big reveals that prepared right. us for that moment. But as Ava said, like even um we were in Austin the whole week weekend, like the whole last part of the week before the release. And at that point, like, spoilers were already on the Internet because somebody had, like, mm-hmm. circulated the last page. And so Sarah Mori, who is Rosebud mode online, um, she knew Shout the spoilers. And, yeah, and it's, she knew the spoilers and we didn't. And, of course, like, Ava and I are arrogant as fuck. We're like, oh, Reese would never make a... Cr- like, yeah, there we would never like, be mm, Reese on the page. No like, never. And then she, like... She gets like freaking like an Oscar winning performance for literally does, like having truly. the poker face of the season because she definitely did not reveal. No, anything. it was actually
1: <laughs> it was actually genius. We'd be like this will never happen and Sarah would be like I'm just curious to see what you guys will think at the end, which is like a very mm-hmm. like that is like a I I mean sure like of course anyone would right like oh I'm curious to know your thoughts like what a what a half baked answer that doesn't imply <laughs> anything necessarily um yeah so yeah i also okay i just want to say i'm interjecting this now before i forget this thought but because because you brought it up steph where you're like no reese and god this man again which literally i feel like no that was not wait
0: but excuse me you you definitely added this man again because that was not my thought it was literally about the doppelganger situation because i was like not rune and reese because Okay first of all, for somebody Whatever. who is dyslexic and has to read names on a page, I'm like fuck, right. I'm gonna I'm already gonna now like whenever we're gonna have like future discussions about Akatar or Crescent City, I'm gonna tra- like interchange their names all mm-hmm. the time now because of that. And I'm like, well, no, I couldn't literally be Cassian because it would just be so much easier uh phonetically. But anyways, go ahead. I'm sorry. But yes, about reading go ahead.
1: I guess it just I don't I wouldn't despise this man except for the fact that he, like, he just keeps sticking his nose into everyone's business. And I'm just like, sir, like, you had your story. Like, it's gonna Like, he just feels like the old alumni who shows up to, like, every party ever. And you're just like, you had your time, sir. No. Please take uh, a seat. I mean, like, I guess that's
0: where I think that we definitely see we don't see eye to eye on that particular thing because I I mean I did find it exciting that all of them were there and I, oh, and I well, the, would not I mean, have minded not Reese I... on the page if it wasn't the rune thing but aside from that like whatevs
1: <laughs> okay that's I guess I'm doing a bad job of explaining it it's fine okay. if he's there I don't care he can do whatever I, I'm a little I'm worried I will not lie that Crescent City 3 will morph into uh the Reese escapades that's all I'm oh. like nervous for that's all I don't want if he's just there and he's like occasionally offering advice and like helping Bryce get back it's totally fine completely fine um but I think we can all agree that Reese hasn't he, he, he's sometimes a little bit dramatic and he's sometimes a little bit egocentric so I'm just a little nervous <laughs> I mean honestly y- you know
0: okay so my other thought beyond Reese. Reese and the reese debate is like (laughs) my my next my next thing after oh my god it's as then oh my god not reese was oh my god my theory about amarin being the seventh asteri could possibly be a thing i still think you're wrong (laughs) i listen do i actually think it's true absolutely not but it's a lot closer to yes than no because that is true. <laughs> so so in theory like it's like wait a minute. Just like of course like in our theory episode we had talked about like the lost court um in Prithian and all of these things. So like we've got Dusk's truth and like all of this stuff. So it's clear that a lot like a lot of the theories weren't exactly on the nose, but like again right. There is some merit to some of the theories that we had discussed or that had come up. So that was my initial thing, because, of course, like we we still don't know what like fu- who Fury is, like what kind of vanier mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. is. And obviously, Bryce made a point to say that Fury looked or that um, Amryn looked like Fury. So I'm thinking like, hmm, are they both of the same like species? Right. Like, granted, Amryn chose the form that she's in, but... Right. Anyways, obviously, it's a whole nother like, again, we could spend an hour alone talking about like yes. all the threads <laughs> that could pull, that, you know, could bring, you know, all the theories together. But anyways, that was okay. that was where my brain was going. And I was just Got like, it. this is amazing. Um, I am True. very excited. Oh. And I will say, like, Sarah had her... Uh, her release day event, uh, her like mm-hmm. virtual stream that she did with Katherine Weber. And she had said that the next book that she was working on was Crescent City 3. And I remember being like, hmm, why the fuck is she doing that? Like, I would have thought that it would be Akatar next.
1: And then, of course, now we
0: know why. So, anyways, right. all right. So that's enough about the ending. I'm just,
1: <laughs> well, again, okay, I, I have one more thing to say about the ending. Minutes.
0: Just Uh-oh. like,
1: because this was so fucking funny. So the end scene. It's Bryce asking Amran. She's like, who is this guy? Because Reese has just come in and he looks like Rune. So she's like, what the fuck? Who is that? And Amran tells Reese, like, Reese, she wants to know your name. And so that the final line is like, hello, Bryce Quinlan, my name is Reese. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I saw this theory on Tumblr and I can't stop laughing about it. Please, please, again, I was scrolling so quickly. So whoever you are. If you want credit for this, I will literally attach like a voice momo at the end. I will put it in the show notes, whatever you need, because this was so fucking funny. They were like, I think that recent only took like level one basics of the old language. And it's like when you're taking like Spanish class in high school, if you live in America, and by the time oh, you get right. out of Spanish class, the only thing you know how to say is like me. ¿Dónde <laughs> Literally, yo tengo and gato and so mis pantalones. <laughs> like, blosa es roja. Like, literally yeah. thinking. Literally about, like Reese. The only, <laughs> only words that Reesan knows is me. I'm a Reesan. <laughs> oh,
0: fuck. They need like a Duolingo <laughs> so app in hard. fucking Peruvian. <laughs> for fucking Reese. <laughs> I also think that it is really ridiculous, like, if you think about it, that Bryce, being technically, like, only a baby immortal at this point, Mm -hmm. like, that she knew the fucking old language,
1: but Reese, who had been alive for, like, a
0: bajillion years, like, (laughs) (laughs) only knows, hi, meyama (laughs) Reese, like, the fuck? Sir, could you please... (laughs) Like, I can understand just having at least like a fucking comprehensive like a comprehensive like understanding of the fucking language. Like, the fuck? What the fuck do you need amber to fucking translate? I'm pretty sure that who is that or who is that man? Like, he should be able to know some of those words.
1: Sir, like, did you skip that class in school? literally oh was yeah. off doing the fucking blood trials or whatever the fuck they're called <laughs> so guess he missed it the right the blood right dude that's listen. what I, meant.
0: I look i love that i love that for us and that is hilarious and it is now canon in our minds for the same reason <laughs> that like so the whole fandom canon head canon thing about pharah actually not being that great of an artist <laughs> and it's like all <laughs> fucking just like <laughs> scribbles and shit uh reese is not a good linguist
1: great yep. it's fine that's the theory it was so oh, funny. funny oh my Anyways. god i was like right. literally losing my <laughs> shit okay anyway moving on so first of all i guess i just want to take a minute because i know that i always like shit upon reese and whom i know sarah is like attached to so <laughs> sarah i know you're not listening sarah to sarah and this, the fandom you are <laughs> If you are well, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> just kidding. I hope everyone is enjoying this podcast. That being said, I reserve the right to hate whichever fictional characters I want. Anyway, where was I going with this? Oh right. I don't know. Nope. I lost it. We're just gonna oh, switch no. gears. <laughs> I really had something to say. Um. Oh right. No, I'm sorry. Okay, I. I'm genuinely sorry to everyone listening to this. I hope you cut this out, Steph. I know you won't because you like to do me dirty. Um, yeah. But no, the one of the things that I wanted to bring up was, do you think that there will be like a crossover crossover with the characters from Throne of Glass, given that it's basically canon at this point that the shifters were Throne of Glass Faye. Listen. I my first when
0: I jumped into the group chat that I have with um, Sarah Rosebud mode and Ava is like I was talking about that. I was like, so basically, like, I wonder, is that the reason why World of Throne of Gloss has been delayed? Because we were going to get a crossover crossover because Mm -hmm. there are so many open ended stories uh, plot lines with Throne of Glass why Why not and in all honesty <laughs> like even if it's not Aylin Rowan which I will admit I would be sad to not get but like even if it was literally like Fenris and like maybe a couple of other people from Aylin's court like that came and you know I'd be down with that too at this point you know Sarah has pretty much left it to where she could do that. Whereas before it was like a very vague like, oh, you could open up a word gate and, you know, fall through the worlds or go here or right. go there. And, you know, at no point did we actually think that she no. would. Um, but at the same time, you know, I don't I don't I don't personally think that it will happen for sure with Crescent City people. Just because mm-hmm. Crescent City is a trilogy and, like, there have been absolutely no other, like, announcements that have come out about additional books. Like, at least, which like, I think when before. <laughs> yeah, which I think even before. And granted, Sarah, Sarah mentioned again with her chat with Cara, Catherine Weber for, like, the virtual tour that she did that, you know, she does have more stories in her, if you will, for Crescent City. Um mm-hmm including a novella about ember and randall which i definitely which i need i
1: need Um, that. maybe that i think that like (laughs) is ember randall a (laughs) son priest
0: help help um (laughs) but i i do think that um like when akawar before akawar came out they had it then like already announced that she Mm -hmm. was doing the spin-offs and um here we are and she's mentioned starting writing or currently writing the third and we have not a word, not a peep. So maybe they're, but also maybe they're waiting to say something. Maybe it'll be spoilery if they, they do come out and say something. I don't know. I don't True. know. But, but, then, but yeah, I mean, there's but also, short answer is you know, just basically, yes, I think it's possible that there's crossover, crossover, more crossovers.
1: <laughs> I am going to agree with you because I feel like Danica at this point has been positioned as a character who is so important to Bryce Um, And did such deep work into figuring out, you know, their origins that it feels unlikely that they wouldn't at least land in Tarasyn. I don't want to say that they would, like, physically go there, but, like, I feel like Tarasyn has to be brought up, if that makes sense. I also kind of Mm -hmm. feel like this is, I mean, she's kind of setting up, like, a War of the Worlds universe, where it's literally, like, maybe one world cannot defeat the Asteri. Maybe it requires three Literally, because like they seem, I mean, if you think about it, like it's so fucked up. They've been taking the immortal life force of these Vanir for like a, like thousands of years. I mean, their reserves of power are like astronomical, not to make a shitty ass pun here. Um, so it does feel, you know, even though we get these moments where it's like Aelin is compared to a god and Rhysand and Feyre are described as like the most powerful ever and Bryce is something new. It does kind of feel like there's a limitation to their powers that the Asteri almost don't have. And feel free to disagree. I guess I, I could just be building up, like, you know, fict- <laughs> fictional barriers for everyone.
0: Yeah, I um, mean, it, I I, it,
1: I don't think, I mean, I think that, I
0: I mean, I, I see where you're, I see where you're coming from. I just think that it's too com- like too complex of a theory to happen in three books. Well,
1: I mean like I don't think it's going to be like Aylin specifically because again as we know she gave up the majority of her power to save Terrasen, so like yeah. And I say this with love, you know <laughs> she doesn't have the magic that it would require, I think at this point, to like take down the Asteri. but I think it it is plausible to say that she would maybe pop up in some other way, like maybe one of her magical swords plays a role. Maybe the Eye of Elena plays a role. Like I don't, you know, to be, something. To be honest, these I abilities. thought
0: I thought that it would be more like Bryce would travel to Terrasen because she has the horn, and it's easier for her to go from place to place than to have other people pop up there. So mm-hmm. like, I don't necessarily think that like. Aelin would go to Prithian or Aelin would go to Midgard I feel like it would be like maybe in the process of of uh, Bryce getting back to Midgard that she you know pops over if you will right, right, <laughs> to right. Aurelia or like whatever um, and then of course these characters kind of make an appearance um, mm-hmm. and I feel like that would be the only thing that would make sense uh, to the way that the story is laid out right now. Maybe things might change as things develop when Sarah's writing or obviously when we get the third book. Um, mm-hmm. But listen, I, w- I am willing to accept any and all possible like kernels of hope <laughs> for additional Throne of Gloss cameos right. and or stories. So I'm here for it even if it isn't plausible. <laughs> like, I will <laughs> Listen, you don't even have to convince me. I'll just be like, oh, OK, you wrote it. So it's real. There's no plot hole. Like, let's just make it right. happen. It's fine.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: so anyways, but OK. I, know.
1: I feel like right, Sarah doesn't recognize her own power. Like we talked so in depth about these things. But at the end of the day, she could be like, I want this to happen because I want it to happen. And we'd be like, yeah, yeah, that tracks. Let's do it. Let's exactly. It. I mean, honestly, <laughs> hello, uh... I'll believe you. Just tell me. So, exactly. So, speaking of, just tell me, did you know that Lydia was Daybright?
0: So, I told like, Ava be that I was going to lie and say, yeah. Um, but and I that's told Steph that true. I was going to
1: expose her.
0: <laughs> it's only half true because I think that I was really, I had so many hearts in my eyes about Hypaxia and Rune that I just Same. really wanted to will it to happen. I shipped it so Same. hard. Um, so I was like, oh, what a like, what a smart way to kind of like get to know each other without mm-hmm. it's like you know, it's the like pressure of getting to know like each other. Exactly. Literally, literally love is blind. You're in the pods <laughs> <laughs> on the mental bridge. Um, so it, I told I, my words verbatim to Ava were it wasn't until Hypaxia's mouth was on <laughs> Celestina's tit that I thought that it was freaking Hypaxia that whole time. Um, but I will say when before I was like all for Hypaxia being Day Bright, I was like, oh, if it's not her, who else would it be? And I just couldn't. I refused to, like, allow any other option until again that that moment. And then I I assumed it was Lydia because it couldn't be the fucking Harpy um, just because she no. has wings <laughs> and there was no wings on True. the person. So
1: also, anyways, but what about you?
0: Well, yeah, I mean. But technically, so was the hind, but, you know. <laughs> True.
1: So I definitely, I was caught in, like, this loop of confusion where I was going through. I was like, oh, my God, who is it? Part of me was like, maybe it's going to be a new character that we've never met before. Um, for a moment, I was like, maybe it's one of the Asteri. Like, holy shit. Mm. And then another part of me was like, oh, my gosh, maybe it's Ari, the dragon, who we will talk about in great <gasps> depth later. Mm-hmm and then part of me was like holy shit it's it's celestina because i don't know why exactly i had that theory but i was like maybe it's her cuz she's in this position of power and she just got mated to this guy that she didn't really like and daybright kept making these um like hints towards the fact that she was like banging someone that she didn't actually like and i was like oh my god um, what if it's Celestina and then she thinks she's talking to Hunt? Because I honestly had this whole last theory that Celestina was really into Hunt. Which, honestly, it kind of seems that way. Like, it's it's not a theory that I, I have. I got that Vibes vibe. are still kind of there, for sure. I got that vibe. Um, okay, I'm glad I'm not alone. Um, and then I was for sure like, oh my god, it's hypaxia. There was a moment where, this was definitely ad- after I'd taken an edible. But I was like, maybe it's Therian. I don't know why I thought that. But it was, it was for sure a <laughs> thought that popped into my head.
0: Um. I mean but also I will say like the whole day bright being flames really threw me off because I was like it did, it did. I was like oh it has to be somebody with fire magic or like mm-hmm. or or you know maybe that's like and I literally <laughs> I will tell you how deep this went. I legit was like trying to find the definition of hypaxia's name because Sarah is like so like, you know, into names with meaning and all that stuff, which is why whenever like characters get names, you always need to pay attention because a lot of the times like it is like a hint to something. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, 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 yeah. No, I I feel you on that. I feel you on that. (laughs)
1: yeah so the the t i mean the tldr is that i definitely i lydia definitely popped up as an option absolutely but she was never one that i entertained deeply um because we just got such a different lydia in i mean all of the scenes where she popped up and honestly i feel kind of stupid because like the thing about sarah is that if a character appears like more than once and they're given a name you should pretty much count on the fact that they're going to be important And other than Pollux, I'm pretty sure, and Baxian, who were, like, on page doing their own thing. Lydia was the only, like, lady member of Sandriel's Triari um, who'd been given a name, who had appeared multiple times. And... as soon that as have been the like off but no well
0: as soon as hypaxia was talked like when it came up i no, actually it wasn't hypaxia it was um it was cormac rune and einar <laughs> the autumn king they were all discussing in like his office or whatever about the patrol situation and then
1: oh right it came
0: up it came up that Hypaxia's sister was the hind and i thought to myself this is a very interesting thing to bring up like so clearly like (laughs) this character is somebody that we need to keep an eye on whether she's a villain or not like because obviously that would then affect the dynamic of hypaxia with her coven and like all of this stuff um Mm -hmm. and so of course like that and and of course like because hypaxia wanted to like meet her because she had never met her either So in my mind, I was like, I wonder if this is like opening the door to like redemption for the hind, because I'm Mm -hmm. thinking to myself, like maybe Mm -hmm. like maybe they will be like the best like long lost sisters and like not that it was going to be instantaneous by any means. But but anyway, I digress. I will say that I as soon as the whole closet incident happened, I immediately thought Lydia because of the whole partner in bed thing. And it had been talked about so much about her and Pollux. And also, like, there were some other little, like, cues, too, where Mm -hmm. um, Hunt had mentioned that he had seen Lydia's face after she was Mm -hmm. with Pollux, and, like, wondering why she was, like, confused by the way, like, the emotion on her face or whatever.
1: And so I could tell that,
0: like, I don't think that she really wanted to be with him. So.
1: I mean, who would? honestly. I mean, true. Like, he's blonde, so, (laughs) yeah. Um, Well,
0: true. So, it was (laughs) Cormac, and then we found out that he was Scottish. I know. We found out
1: that Cormac was Scottish, so he gets a free pass forever. (gasps) Um, Yeah, okay, moving on. I'm sure we'll talk about this in greater depth during our IG Live, but yeah, I definitely had, like, a huge suspicion that it was Lydia, and I didn't, like, I didn't want to put all my eggs in one basket because I wasn't and I mean by the end, like after you know the Hypaxia Celestina thing comes out, I wasn't like, oh my god, I'm for sure it's Lydia because I always am for sure about something, and then Sarah goes and drops a bomb, and it turns out I'm a you know, an idiot. So anyway, Reese would um, never be on the page. Exactly, Reese would never. <laughs> Clown um,
0: music help.
1: Indeed. Indeed. Um, So, yeah, I definitely, I'm excited to go back and reread and kind of get more out of Lydia's character because I think that I'm definitely going to fall in love with her character. I will admit Mm -hmm. that currently right now, as of um, February 24th of 2022, I'm still in the beginning stages of learning to like her and appreciate her just because, like, my baby Hunt is so precious to me. And knowing that he... (laughs) existed in the same space as this woman that who you know regardless of what her motivations were acted in gruesome manners like I just want to protect him from the world like as someone who is staunchly team hunt I'm just like girl (laughs) you came too close with your bullshit um so uh, that being said again I say this knowing full well that Sarah will convince me as soon as I reread as soon as I get Christmas City 3 so like I'm not worried um, but yeah, if anyone was curious about where I'm at. Moving on, let's talk about *Therian*, uh, *The Little Mermaid*, Ladies. *Mr. Yes, our Part of Your World*. Ariel. Oh my god, hardcore baby! Listen, side Idiot. note, let us let it <laughs> clown. <laughs> I love him,
0: but oh,
1: let, my us, god. let it be known
0: that. Everybody was so focused on Gwen being the Little Mermaid retelling that, <laughs> that Sarah has wanted to do for years. And Therian has been right there before yep. we even knew Gwen's name and we yep. overlooked it. God Tharian damn literally, us. A <laughs> literally, we like, redhead,
1: it literally a redhead mermaid. Literally the redhead. Literally a redheaded mermaid. And we were like, oh, it couldn't be him because he has a dick sometimes. No, but Which also again. we were
0: like, everybody's like, oh, Gwen is a water nymph, nymph. But she can live on land without needing to dip her fucking feet in the water. Like, poor Therian is still tethered to the water. Like, oh, my God. Um. And also just like the loathing for and these are things, of course, that like I'm picking up. So I'm actually doing an audio reread that I jumped right into after I finished reading. But like you really just like I feel like I just need to wear full clown makeup when I reread this because like Sarah literally like spoon fed us all of these like context (laughs) clues and we didn't pick up on them until it was like literally like. Here it is, you stupid person who's reading yep. this. Like, this yep. is what you've missed in the last 700 pages. But Therian, like, talking about how he doesn't like mushy, waterlogged food. And, like, he likes warm um, bed, like, dry beds. Like, not drifting in, like, hammocks <laughs> in the water. And, like, all this stuff. Like, he really fucking hates living in the water.
1: Period. No, he went hard. And it's actually so interesting to me that he goes to such efforts um, to, like, maintain his, his tail. Because we know part of the lore that we learn in Crescent City 1 is if they're kept out of water for, like, more than a day or whatever, they lose the ability to shift into their, you know, aquatic form. And part of me was like, bro, why? like, that's the perfect excuse. Like, sorry, ma'am, the river queen. I can never come back to your court because I literally don't have the ability to do so. Because I don't have a tail anymore. I'm but I also really wonder though. Does he lose his.
0: Well yeah. I also wonder though. Does he lose his water magic.
1: I mean yeah. Like his but ability like to the call Matt, pay, Matt a water. I mean, like I would prefer to willingly give up my magic over becoming a slave. Which is essentially what he became for the viper. Oh, yeah. Team. Maybe that's just me. Yeah. But... yeah. I mean
0: I will say that in my. Like I think that. I think that in the first read, I was so concerned about what was happening with Bryce and Hunt um, Fair. with obviously like their mission impossible that I was just like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay, I mean, I guess, yeah, we'll, we'll deal with this later. Like, sure, just go ahead and sign that now and we'll just deal with that later. It's cool. It's cool. It's fine. <laughs> like, Obviously, this will be resolved at another time. Um, so I didn't even like... But then, of course, we were just like, "Oh, look at the Viper Queen being Ursula! Like, (laughs) fucking love this for us." Um, So, uh, listen, and honestly, like the Viper Queen, like she is the villain that I love. Like, she—I mean, and is she really a villain? Like, no, I I don't think so. I feel like she's a lot like Rolf in Throne of Glass, (laughs) the (laughs) pirate king, pirate lord, or whatever. Yeah, of course. Like, I, I feel like that's who she is. Like, she's definitely not, like, Arabin by any means. No. Um. So in my thing, like, I feel like he can, he'll he'll be able to weasel his way out of that in some capacity. Somehow. Somehow. Mm-hmm. Will mm-hmm. he be, like, he still have servitude? Sure. But, like, whatever. He also was, like, in such a, like, dead-end situation at that point that I'm not shocked that he was willing to just be like, you know what? Fuck the rules. Fuck let's it. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. But also if, like, Ariadne is, like, telling you, like, what the fuck did you do?
1: (laughs) Like, and he was just
0: like, whatever, I'll deal with it later.
1: Like, I'm like, okay. Well, I mean, he, like, the beautiful thing about that was that he had to show up, and he was like, here's my condition. Like, you can have me, but I have to be able to, like, perform this task with my friends. Um, But also if we think think about it,
0: he didn't end up at the Viper Queen at the end of the book either. I mean, I'm sure he eventually will, but
1: Maybe he'll outrun that bitch. Who knows? Yeah,
0: because he's he's with uh, that other captain at the end, Mm -hmm.
1: right? Maybe he will go to the 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 summer court. And then yeah. he and Listen, Tarquin this is our dream. a harem. This, <laughs> this is literally our, our
0: dream. This is what we were talking about, too. We were just like, with the crossover, like, who else do we want to meet? We definitely want Therian and Tarquin to meet. Now oh, Therian sure can just these. be part of the summer court and live his best life. Cause- Wait,
1: no, no, no. Actually, hold on one second. What do you think about... Therian and Helion, and why is it such a ship they would be the best boyfriends listen first of all I ship Helian with everyone
0: I know like you do. I, I like there is there the possibilities are endless when it comes to Helian um, and in all honesty I kind of feel like Therian is kind of Helian ish to some extent um, so <laughs> definitely I yeah like I'm t- I, I think that it would be perfect It would be a perfect situation I'm down with it um, again, we will absolutely have more Therian content coming up in season three. Bless. And obviously in our, in our live, but like, cause again, Therian, aka the little mermaid is somebody that we could talk about until the cows come home because my God, <laughs> I love him, but it's true. We have a list of other characters that I definitely want to so make sure that we talk characters. about because okay.
1: it is very important. So first of all. Let's talk about some new characters. The first including Hunt's bisexuality, which Steph wrote as bi which <laughs> yes. all I'm going to say, yes. I'm not actually debating this. I'm not talking about it. The evidence is there. If you read the book, which hopefully you did if you're listening to this episode, the evidence is there. Hunt is, he is a bisexual man or pansexual yeah, and either one he is fluid I think is what panned, i'm trying to say to be honest <laughs> well, also at the same time and i know that we've talked about
0: this in previous episodes but again if you're new here hi um i have always been and ava has agreed with me on this like i think that when it comes to fay and fantasy like i don't like to like impose heteronormative like same. Sexual yeah, labels so on like any character. Period. 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 Like just because like say for example on the page Bryce has only hooked up with male characters, it does not mean that her and Danica never like played around, experimented, right. hooked up. I mean there was a whole moment uh because we were talking about this too off air if you will where we felt that the vibe in the moment where Baxian is t- pretty much coming out as Danica's mate, that there was like, like romantic jealousy with Bryce. Like it almost mm-hmm. like bordered that where she was just like, well, Danica said that she's never said I love you to anyone other than me right. or like anyone. It was like, hold on a second. That is not where my brain would have gone first. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, my brain would have not gone there first. So I, yeah, that's, that's my, that's my thought on that. So, like, we don't necessarily even have to, like, be like, oh, like, put a label on it. Because, like, I just, I feel like anybody could hook up with anybody.
1: True. So,
0: unless they explicitly say, like, Fury, I think, has explicitly said that, like, she's, like, a lesbian. But I, I think aside from that... I think everybody else has just been fluid, which I'm down with. Let's keep it that way. Oh, I'm down absolutely. With
1: that. I mean, I just which assume. Which is why I ship like everybody. Said, <laughs> I just assume. Because, like, what's the point of being immortal if you're not going to try everything? You know? I know. That's like know. going to an all-you-can-eat buffet and being like, no, I'm going to only try the appetizers. It's like, but why? Mm-hmm. There's more on the menu. Anyway. Exactly. Okay, exactly. M- moving on. This has been a point of contention for poor Steph and I. We've eventually just decided that we're just going to be wives. So this is also like a wedding announcement. You're welcome. You're all invited to the (laughs) wedding between me, Steph, and Ariadne, the dragon, who we are fucking obsessed with. Oh, my my God. God. Listen, I have been hoping – everyone knows how I feel about dragons. So from the moment we read House of Earth and Blood, and Sarah mentioned that dragons were part of – the house of flame and shadow i was like holy shit when are we getting dragons and we got virtually no flame and shadow content outside of um jezeba and house of earth and blood so the fact that we got dragons in this app in this book it just makes me so happy and it really reaffirms my personal belief that the third book will be called flame and shadow so
0: yeah i yeah. mean we were we were kind of already on that vi- we were like okay well clearly because of the 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 demon princes and like all of that stuff. Obviously it's not going to be many waters. Sorry. Many waters. is like, <laughs> it's going to be going to be freaking flame and shadow. Um, And to be honest, let's be real. If we had a choice between many waters and flame and shadow, which would it be? It would be flame and shadow. We, we want those. Um, I don't know if it was a public episode or if it was a Patreon exclusive episode that Ava and I talked about how, we felt that hell in Crescent, the Crescent City realm, hell was just kind of like an Iceland Greenland situation. That was a public where, episode. Okay. Yeah. Guy so like theories.
1: everyone go listen to it.
0: Yeah. And so like we like it still holds true because as a matter of fact, when when uh, Bryce landed technically in uh, Prithian by accident, one Valaris. I was like, oh, God, look, our theory is true. Because I thought she had actually (laughs) made it to hell. And it was, like, lush and green and misty and beautiful. And I'm like, oh, look. And then the (laughs) male with the scarred hand showed up. And I said, fuck. (laughs) I know. I still, but I still, I still am holding out hope. Because how the fuck are you going to give us characters like Adis if it's not a place that I should go visit, right? Like, Come on, don't give me hot demon princes and maybe then I'll believe you that it's a terrible place. Um, so for now, <laughs> I'm going to let it slide. Uh, but anyways, right. yes. please, Ari is definitely a character even before we got more of her. I will say that we were also um, casting our votes on who we could possibly ship her with. And um, I will tell you guys that I texted Sarah personally, and I said that if I don't get the enemies to lovers hate sex between Flynn and Ariadne, I'm going to be very upset. Um, But at the same time, I would actually be okay if it were like Therian and Ari too. So, um, yeah. Who don't we ship Therian with, really, at this point? We don't Um, ship...
1: I mean, there's no one, basically. Except for maybe, like, the truly evil people. Like, Pollux and Mordok do not deserve to get any... (laughs) But, like, everyone else who's, like, mildly morally good. But here, now that I'm, like, sitting back on it... Because you know how we were talking about our threesome, which was, like, Flynn, Declan, and Rune? And we were like, oh... And I feel like that's kind of been like shot to hell a little bit now, sadly. At least for like future. Like I believe that it's happened in the past, but I mean like in terms of like chronological going forward moving on, on the, the page. page. Mm-hmm. It kind of seems unlikely that we're gonna get it. Um but I'm thinking now, I'm like, what if we had a Therian Ari Flynn situation?
0: I'd be okay with that, obviously. I, well, I sure. mean I and knew side you would note,
1: it's a threesome.
0: We, like, we had also talked about our theories About who we thought the threesome would be Which sadly We didn't Rit. technically get Even though I was telling Ava That I think that unofficially get. The threesome was When Lydia and Rune were like gonna make out And then um, Pollux Technically like pulled her away from the Mental Ew. bridge I was like oh so that's the threesome Technically no. like, <laughs> He left to no, dick her, and then she. I it's fine. that. It's okay, because didn't that actually happen after they like had sex? Sex. It like, did. He, which he, is so yeah. Awkward. Okay. See, he there's our, like, it, okay. Well, it is awkward, but like, but hey, technically, on <laughs> through
1: technicality, that was the threesome we didn't get. Um, I just I yeah. remember reading Agafas, so a Court of frost and starlight. So this is a minor spoiler for anyone who hasn't read it. But again, I hope you've read it if you're reading Crescent City. Um, <laughs> I remember reading that and being like, mind sex. Sarah, what are you doing? And then we got it in Crescent City, too. And now I'm just like, yeah, that's fine. That tracks. It's Give me the mind sex.
0: <laughs> Literal mind fucks. I will accept.
1: Exactly. Thank
0: you. <laughs> yeah. Ooh.
1: Oh, anyways. Okay. Anyway. All right.
0: So, um,
1: next. <laughs> so, next character, let's talk about Baxian, whom Steph and I yes, are kind God. of fighting over because we're both fucking obsessed with him. Well, technically, <sighs> okay, I'm gonna go f- we
0: can't fight over him because you get all the water boys by default. I get all the shifter boys by default. And then we agreed we would share the, okay. flame, the fire we'll girls. We'll share him so, then.
1: So, we'll, so well, we're will we not going to
0: share Baxian. We're not sharing back. No. He is a full-blown shifter, age, Ma'am.
1: We're not uh, doing that. I actually this. don't care. You can say what you want, but I love him, so I don't care. I, um this ma'am. I Do you see? Okay, so to everyone in the Are we going to share Tarquin? Are we going to
0: share Tarquin? The,
1: okay. Are, are we, whoa. Whoa.
0: Are we going to share him? Are we no, we're not, are we? We're Girl, not because
1: ma'am, ma'am, I have let you have. You have had Rowan, you've had Helian. That's Did two. you want Rowan? You got. Did two. you want Helian? Out, Out of, of all of the three mains, yes, ma'am.
0: You- okay, so of all the high lords, you mean to tell me oh. that you would forego Tarquin and take Helian? No, I just said I was talking about Rowan. Rowan is the point of contention here. Rowan is not the point of contention. Rowan yes, is, is canonically mine, but he's canonically oh my God. mine as. <laughs>
1: Okay, My well, actually, I personally I do bitch. not care what Good. Steph says. I love oh, Bastian. I you can will... love him from
0: afar. You can love him on the page, but that's as far as the love will go. I'm I sorry. think that
1: that is gatekeeping. Okay. <laughs> gatekeeping. you right. Girl, girl, girl boss gaslight. What is it? <laughs> that's, that's right. I'm going to do right all
0: three, <laughs> all of them.
1: Thank you. I actually. Once again, <laughs> pack it up. I don't care. Here's the deal. Here's the here's the the problem, the situation, which I'm sharing only to my Phantomtastic lovers, is that Baxian actually impressed me more in this book than Therian did. So, that's the issue. That that's still does not.
0: Them. It still doesn't change the well, fact. I don't that give a fuck. Shifter that's boy. My he's a shifter so, boy. So therefore, he is mine. Listen, I have consented to share here in with you. That's as far as Thank like God. my yeah. That's the only charity I am willing to give. Wow. B- wow. Back then. Uh, Ma'am, no. We're not doing this. Anyways, so now I know so we I love need him. to tell Sarah to write in my book when she goes to sign oh, my book.
1: Fuck you. Too late.
0: Too late. <laughs> That's but that's the card anyways. If for anybody who doesn't know, this is the card that Ava always pulls when we're talking about Therian, or at least when we talked about him in the past, is she's like, I have two copies that Sarah sent oh, that true. says to Tharian's <laughs> wife. True.
1: Therian's whore, I was about to like, the was fuck about the to other. It's true. It's, it's Therian's bitch, actually. So oh, mind bitch. yourself. But that is true. I was about to be like, Steph, you took that out of context. But no, that is correct. Mm-hmm. I do play that card. <laughs> that is right. True. So
0: therefore, I now know if I'm going to stake the claim on another character, what I then have to do is wow. to have so Sarah good. write it in my book so that I can then take a picture of it and then put that as Ava's contact in my phone.
1: Oh, so <laughs> you're, you're oh. so, you're such a fucking Capricorn. Oh my God. Damn right. Okay. I am.
0: Uh, it's anyway, fine. What's so mine is like,
1: like, <laughs> mine. Okay. So that covers Baxi and we love him, obviously. Moving on. <laughs> let's talk about Cormac. Uh, he of the Scottish accent. This is another man that I am in love with people. He like showed up and he was like, no, you're my fiance. No, I love him. So how about No, that's Adam fine. Apples? He's blonde.
0: I immediately was like, no, the, that's nice. No, I th- I was
1: immediately like that too until I found out that he had a Scottish accent. Well, actually, no, I exactly. like okay. So I found out that he he showed up and he was an asshole, and I was like, I love, and then I was like, he I know, he right? Was revealed to be blonde, and then I was like, oh no, I know. Why? <laughs> and then but then we found out that he is Scottish, and so I was like, okay. So we went from good to oh no, to good again. So I love him. All right. <laughs> yes. I you do okay, think that fine. he definitely is a simp. Like more so than I was expecting. And he, I, I don't think he needed to be that like much of a simp. Like I would have loved to have seen him be ruthless enough to like get out of that situation alive. But mm-hmm. he chose a uh, ghost pussy, I guess. So, yeah, that's wow. what he decided <sighs> okay. on. Okay, oh, bless.
0: Okay, <laughs> uh, that took a turn. Um, Ghost Pussy was not on my bingo card for this episode. Um, uh, <laughs> okay, wow. You can tell, um, listen, it's
1: been <laughs> almost a full bottle of wine, so I am not liable for what I say.
0: OK, so I'm just also going to be curious about this discussion that happens when we do our Instagram live. <laughs> um, I would like for you. To I be will sober also be drunk just for that for the purpose. Oh, no, I would like no. to hear your sober thoughts. Um, no. But no, no, no. I I'm with you. I think Cormac was a very interesting character in general, regardless of fuckability. Um, it, because, of course, the whole shadows thing, the winnowing, if you will, Um hmm all of that uh, was very compelling to me. Um, Also the whole, I mean, of course, when it was revealed that he was um, what's her face. Uh, Sophie's dude that she mentioned in the prologue. Like I was like, Oh, okay. There's another layer here that I, you know, but also Mm -hmm. at the same time, I could tell that he was definitely going on a suicide mission at the end um, before it was clear that he was going on a suicide mission. Um, but I was also kind of like I mean this is sad He's going Like I honestly in my mind I was like It's either going to be Baxia or Cormac One of the two is going to die um, But it's I'm glad that it was Cormac. Cormac
1: Oh Baxian Yeah okay I thought you said um, For some reason I thought you said Dipaxia And I was like Who is yes, this? Yes that's her new name Did Dipaxia read Um <laughs> No, so live. I thought it was either
0: going to be Baxian or Cor or Cormac, and I'm glad that it was Cormac, to be perfectly honest, because honestly, I want more Baxian. Um, plus, I feel like he has not had his true, like, Arc. moment. Well, yeah, but also, like, where Hunt is like, you know what, guy, you're not that bad. He hasn't actually said that. Yeah. And I think that Baxian is owed that um, mm-hmm. for all the shit that he's he did for them, at least in the fucking book. Um, but anyway, I do. yeah, yeah, that's 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 okay. my vibe. like i I loved I loved all the new characters or all the characters that got fleshed out in this book. Honestly, even the like terrible ones, the harpy and Pollux, mm-hmm. like Sarah's mm-hmm. so great about writing these characters, these villainous characters, the villains that you're not supposed to love, um, right? In addition to the villains that you do love so
1: and even um, the ones that you don't love like you can't help but want to get to know them a little bit better i mean like even no i know like the they're compelling theory you're just like oh, i hate you like i truly hate you there's nothing in me that's like oh you're so bad it's good no i like truly detest you but i want to know mm-hmm. more and i think that that mm-hmm. is something that um again i just have to commend her for being able to pull off because that is certainly not how it is with every character so i admire her for going so hard with this series Mm -hmm. um okay we're going to talk about ships a little bit briefly because we're running out of time here we don't want to make this episode go too long or else i'm sure that stuff will complain to me as she's editing and honestly i don't want that so (laughs) good um so the first thing that we need to talk about really quickly is ethan and bryce did you see that coming because i was like oh my god what the fuck (laughs) <laughs>
0: um, I suspected Only because I Like I feel like that's like such That's such a, a thing With like college Like mm-hmm. high school College romances When like the whole group Is super tight like that When it's like older brother But the younger brother is the you know Is her age technically And mm-hmm. you know Like, in my opinion, it would have been Bryce or Danica that he had a crush on. Yeah. So I was not shocked, but I was shocked that, like, he was still carrying a torch for her. Um, Right, 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 right. Yeah. I wasn't shocked, though, that he had one. Okay. No, well, I mean, then, yeah. you just
1: like you get those you get those moments where he's like, I like, I really thought that this was going to be like the woman that I would like have kids with. And you're just like, oh my God, like <laughs> sir, calm down. Well, um, I know. And not even well, that, like calm that down. That was really, like, that whoa. was jarring. That
0: was jarring. But yeah. also like he, he made a like a jab at Hunt before like the heartbeat Was it the heartbeat or the Hind? I think that revealed it technically. But like he, he, he said to hunt like Connor. You know, it took Connor five years before oh, yeah. she even like took a mm-hmm. date from him. And you've been right. with her five months. Good luck, or whatever the fuck. And I was like, oh my sir, what is what is yeah. that about? Um. So that was also kind of like a clue that I was like, hmm. Okay. Why you? Why are you all no, up totally. in? I mean, Connor's dead though. So
1: clearly, I she's know. happy with I him. I felt. P- I actually felt so bad. It's ironic, but because he's literally dead. But I was like, I feel so bad for Connor in this situation. Man is dead. He's about to get like chomped up into some like energy munch <laughs> machine and can't even do anything about it. Meanwhile, his little, bro- little brother is exposing him as kind of like a coward. Like, we got a little bit more hints into the fact that like Connor was like super squeamish about like asking Bryce out. Which was not the vibe that I got from those first few chapters of Crescent City, but like to each their own. I, I mean I kinda of got it's the vibe. Like so I kinda got the vibe that Hunt
0: that, that Connor was just playing the long game. Like Yeah,
1: well that's I mean, that's what I thought. But I think that like I don't like I don't hmm I know this might be controversial, but I feel like Ethan sort of cheapened occasionally the the uh, emotion that Bryce and Connor shared because i do oh. agree with you that i feel that connor was playing the long game but there were moments where ethan was like oh like i just wish that you know connor should have gone after her and then if he you know had just gone after her then i would have had the opportunity to move on or if he hadn't gone after her then i could have jumped in and it's kind of like buddy i feel like this is an invisible wall like you could have just jumped in and then you you didn't and you're kind of using your older dead brother as a scapegoat and again, I say that as, like, an unpopular opinion. I know that a lot of people probably won't agree with that interpretation of the text, but there were just some moments where, like, he does express that frustration. And I'm kind of like, is that, who are you really mad at, though? I think. hmm
0: Well, I think he was sorting, I think he was definitely sorting yeah. it out.
1: It's a it's a complicated it situation, out. for sure. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. So, yeah, I'm glad that that's not me, basically. Um, but how do you feel about him in this new Fender air? Because I feel like this is definitely a ship that will sail. Like, I'd be willing to, like, stake my claim on the fact that I think it will oh. be him and this new, like, Mystic Wolf Fender person.
0: Well, when he, when he was so adamant about getting her out... Uh-huh. That he was like willing to, though I will say that it was kind mildly like a temper tantrum when he did get like the rings out. It was absolutely, um, and I. But I, I get like I really had like a giggle. He's like, you know what? Fine. <laughs> like, he takes the box and like leaves or whatever. <laughs> like, he's like, okay, fine. I'll just take this then. You know, um, like he's twenty three and it shows. <laughs> but again, like even with her being in like her weakened state and like. You know, just didn't know her name, didn't know anything about herself, whatever. She still had like the fire in her to like argue Mm -hmm. with him. I was like, oof. To me, that is like kibble on the page. Like, (laughs) I fucking love any kind of like, it doesn't even matter if it's like a platonic relationship. If it starts, if it starts antagonistic, fucking give me that. Like, give it to me. (laughs) I want it. I, like, live and thrive off of that. It, there's a reason that, like, one of my top favorite moments in Akasif was not a sex scene. It was the moment that Gwen and Nesta meet for the first time. And, like, Gwen was a total asshole to Nesta and vice versa. <laughs> but, like, that's when you know you're going to be the best of friends with somebody is, like, when right you can be bitchy.
1: That's true. And,
0: like, you, you're giving it as good as you get. So... Yeah no I love I love that ship. Um, hopefully that is a real ship. Um, you know, and not like a tr- a tragic ending. Ship.
1: Not a red herring ship.
0: Like, no. Oh uh, God. Can we? Can somebody just be happy for real?
1: I know. Well, Declan oh is, my but God. like, can, like
0: aside from Declan, can someone else just have a non like like a well a conventional ish relationship well i guess uh fury and juniper do um but anyway who else we have we have uh oh we have celestina and Hypaxia in the script
1: okay i didn't see that coming at all but i was so here for it i was like oh we have the making out in the closet vibes immaculate perfect it's everything that i it's everything that i want making out i mean
0: we were on third base like
1: yeah, almost. making out with. I mean, one's a whole tits, titty was out. So,
0: yeah. The titty was out, friends. So, like, at Take that Take a shot like, every time stuff says titty. Literally, was it was a moonshot. It um, was <laughs> a moonshot. Listen.
1: <laughs> um, like I said,
0: okay. I'm here for it 100%. Just, like, yeah. give me more mm-hmm. sapphic um, ships. I, I love it. I will say that I am still. On the fence on whether or not I trust Celestina, and I don't mean to say that she is same. necessarily a villain. I do think she could be a bit of a puppet, and um, I don't necessarily think that that has anything to do with her feelings for Hypaxia at all. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. also at the same time, like if Celestina is a puppet, I hope Hypaxia is with
1: somebody else. <laughs> like, you don't need to be I... somebody who's going to put your friends in danger. Please. Right. But I think also to that extent that, like, Celestina would potentially be considered, at least in my reading, like an adversary to Bryce and her friends, but not so much to everyone else, just in the sense that I think she'd be willing to do whatever it takes to, like, keep Hypaxia safe, even if that means, like, ratting them out to the Asteri, which is something that she does. I mean, Bryce, like, brings that up in, you know, the very last few chapters where she's like, oh shit, did Celestina, like, give us away? Um, And I think that uh, that just like well, makes technically Caris Celestina complex. did.
0: Uh, well, apparently, according to R- Regalus, R- whatever his fucking yeah. name is, Rigamortis, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he <laughs> say, he said that Celestina gave him intel on Hunt leaving with all of his weapons and all of that stuff the night before. So right. whether that's well, actually I, true, we don't know, but on the page
1: it seems (laughs) that it could it's plausible it It definitely seems but even even to that extent i don't want to say like i'm giving her the benefit of the doubt and i'm not even going to say that i want Hypaxia to be like her end game but i completely like understand if that makes sense i mean she's looking at the asteri who are you know untouchable and going holy shit they're trying to like fuck with these people are you kidding me um, and my girlfriend could potentially be dragged into it. Fuck. No. Like, I, I, I mean, I don't think it's oh, the you right went, move. I thought you
0: meant our girlfriend, but I can, Ari, but you mean like, no, like
1: I mean <laughs> like my, like her girlfriend, Hypoxia. Yeah. Um, so again, I'm not like, I'm not saying, oh, she did the right thing here. I'm just saying, I get it. Like that is a, yeah. that is a conclusion that I can understand how you got there. Celestina, so I'm not going to label her a a villain, but I'm, because of that reason, not also going to label her um, Hypaxia's endgame, even though I like them together and wouldn't be mad if they were endgame. I know, because literally every time Hypaxia showed up, I was like, you are fucking too good for this world. Literally, like, no one Mm -hmm. is good enough for you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Brutal. How does it feel to be too perfect? Um, okay, I so we're now day. at the... <laughs> <laughs> um, we're definitely past the hour mark, so I'm going to try to wrap this up with what did you like most, stuff out of Ho- HOSAB? Um, I
0: think Hunt's Thor power-up moment uh, was <laughs> great. Um, I mm-hmm. loved that whole thing, of course, their first sex scene was fantastic. Ugh, um, yes. I also loved how much public sex they were having. Um they <laughs> literally were just like, we're just gonna go for it. Like, we don't even care. Um but no, I I, I loved anything to do with like their power. Um because yeah. again it was so uh So Marvel, like, Thor Ragnarok. (laughs) That's literally, like, all I kept picturing was, like, that whole scene where, like, Thor's, like, electricity bolts are coming out of his eyes. Like, all of that stuff. Like, that was exactly what I was picturing. And uh, as y'all know, I'm such a huge Marvel stan. I love that. But also, ironically, um, any time that Rune was on the page oh i just i loved the extra room that you got uh in this book just getting to know him more understanding his story where he's coming from like can somebody please just give him another fucking hug like my god he's going through it so he really is I i loved all that uh what about you
1: i mean it's hard to pick there were so many things that i loved um I know that Sarah teased in like the Crescent City, like the first event that she did, which was literally like a YouTube live with Josh. It was so chill and casual. It was so funny. Um, but she mentioned that there was a scene from HoSab that she cut where um, Hunt and Bryce just play video games together. And I was super glad that we got kind of like the the flip side of that with Hunt teaching Baxian how to play video games. Because I feel like yeah, that scene actually crazy. has so many layers where it's, I mean, you know, the fact that Bryce makes fun of Hunt's sunball hat in the first book. And then we learn that Hunt bought that hat because it was like the first normal item that he'd been allowed to like have for himself. And so I think the fact that we got that for and two, just like knowing where Hunt was coming from, from that place where he was able to set aside his loathing for Sandriel's triari, um, because he understands what it's like to go from being a slave to, and I I actually can't recall if Baxian was like explicitly explicitly a slave, but definitely someone no, who wasn't. was under Sandriel's... oh okay so but even still someone who was under Sandriel's thumb for so long, mm-hmm. um, to you know getting to be his own person and like oh I just thought that that was so good and so sweet, um, all the domestic moments. But then, I also really loved um, <laughs> the the scenes that we got in the ocean, where um, like they're they're rescued by the woman who is part of like the Murr Council for the not the Blue Court but the Red Court or the Black Court, whichever the ocean one is. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I, I really loved those, and I thought that was like cool pieces of world building and. Um, I think it just kind of goes to show that, like, nothing is as it seems with Sarah's world. Like, you can theorize and theorize and predict and predict, but she's always going to have something hidden around every corner that you could have never seen, never imagined. And I just thought that that was so much fun. So, yeah. I think that's, like, what I want to get at with my experience for reading this novel is that I actually had such a flippin' fun time reading it, even though there was emotional turmoil, even though there was trauma she just does such a great job of making it an entertaining story so
0: well I will say that overall I one of my one of my texts that I mentioned to Ava like as I was reading was that once again we have daddy issues in another one of Sarah's books um and it's fucking true um I've never had like so many freaking parental issues in reading like I do. But I mean, at least it, even though it is mildly gratuitous in the sense that obviously it happens a lot, like it still mm-hmm. is integral to the plot. Like it's not gratuitous right. to the plot. Um, So I do I do just love getting more of an inside look. So even for like Therian, getting an inside look of what it's like oh, for yeah. him in the blue court and like, you know. Dealing with where he was tethered to to like the the River Queen's uh, daughter and like all that mm-hmm. shit. So just getting to know everybody better was was fantastic. I loved it. Also, side note, one last thing I did. I forgot to mention that I did <laughs> really want to, but it was part of like one of my favorite things was Flynn and the triplets, the sprites,
1: oh, fuck the yes. fire sprites. Oh, my God. That honestly
0: was, like, one of my, like, the highlights. Like, every time that it was mentioned that they're, like, laying across his shoulders or, like, there was, like, this whole scene where Flynn and Bryce are kind of going at it, like, arguing with each other. And, like, I think Flynn, like, flips her off or something, and then the fire sprites are like, ooh. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> clearly just, like, grabbing a, a bowl of popcorn and watching it like I Literally. love that uh, it was really it was great oh I loved it I loved it all it was really good it was very fast-paced um, I understand how somebody could read it in one sitting but sadly for me it took me a little while so I'm just glad I didn't get well, spoiled that's, oh that's my all truly
1: because so many people did. I honestly felt mm-hmm. so bad. Like, I actually... I was on Tumblr, and I was going through archives of posts from, like, two or three weeks ago. And people are just, like, talking about and theorizing with all of the spoilers and everything. And I was just like, whew, I'm glad that was not me. Because you know the moment I... Um, found out that there were spoilers being circulated, I had my sister, like, create a new password for my Tumblr so that I couldn't nice. access it. I was That's just awesome. like, I'm not... not The temptation is not going to hit me. I refuse. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, thank I, God. I'm shocked, bad. yeah.
0: I'm really shocked that we weren't, just based on the people that we were around that week before, mm-hmm. and, like, and not to say that anybody was going to spoil it for us. It's just, like, we are all actively on social media. I just have no idea yeah. how we never stumbled upon anything that spoiled us so thank thank goodness Mm -hmm. for that and we apologize to anybody who was spoiled but hopefully you know going forward that won't happen for you and uh yeah it was great for us to chat about it in this episode obviously we're gonna have a lot more to say in the ig live so if you miss it when we do it on the second go back to Mm -hmm. um our instagram and you can watch it watch a recap of it there um Definitely. obviously our patrons during our hiatus will likely get us talking about it <laughs> in some capacity because we just can't stop talking about it um but anyways but thanks so much for listening everybody and for going into this whole second season with us which kind of was a little I bit know. of a departure from season one
1: and uh totally. been a blast i know so it's crazy but- that we're here like exactly yeah. a year. I mean, this is basically our year anniversary. It's called an anniversary, Jesus Ava. Um, a year anniversary. <laughs> a
0: year anniversary.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so um, wild It's
0: so wild. But thanks so much for, you know, hanging out with us, tolerating us, and for uh, I know. Bless. <laughs> accepting You're the, the rude and rude commentary <laughs> when it comes to. Oh, all things fandoms and especially all things Sarah J Mass, And of course, we'll have a lot more to come. So kick back in the next few weeks while we don't have any public episodes. If you want to join in on the shenanigans, you can absolutely join our Patreon. Uh, you can access it via Patreon.com mm-hmm. slash Fantastic. And if you join now, you'll still have access to like all of our previous content as well which there is a lot. We do bonus episodes at least twice a month, every month. So um, there are a ton of other theories and controversial
1: stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And if you are public, don't forget to um, check out our read along for the dragon's bride by Katie Robert. Uh, You can find details about that on our Instagram. Those would have gone up on February 25th um so yeah if you're looking for I guess something to satisfy the the monster fucking itch that you may or may not have um <laughs> then there you go or that you didn't know <laughs> you
0: needed uh, you didn't know you yes. needed
1: apparently Listen, we won't yeah.
0: lead you astray or maybe we will I don't know we've not had a chance to read this book yet so it's not like it's one that we're recommending we're just gonna all enjoy this experience together and hope for the best It's gonna be great. I'm hoping for the best. Ava is probably going to be nervous before she.
1: (laughs) Ava is nervous. Is that is why Ava is medicating with alcohol? Just kidding, kids. Don't try this at home. Anywho, (laughs) please, Phantom Tastic does not recommend for legal purposes.
0: Oh my gosh! But yes, thanks so much for listening, everybody, and obviously. Make sure that you're following us on social media. Of course, I'm Ideally Inspired Reviews and Ava has a bajillion. She'll she'll give you those. I have
1: two. <laughs> Fantastic. They're pod, imaginative and Kingdom of Mass. <laughs> and and uh, you can it. check out
0: our website, phantomtasticpod.com and also sign up for our email newsletter that goes out every month, which also will have more updates for the shop and events and meetups and all of that jazz. Giveaways. got some meetups planned. Yes, oh, giveaways giveaway. especially. Yes. Anyways. And with that, Ava, take it away.
1: Don't let the hard... Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I'm yawning because it's 8 p.m. So it's past my bedtime. Don't let the hard days win. Oh, my gosh.
0: (laughs) That's right. Everybody, we'll catch you in season three. See ya.